Guys. Holy shit. Much against my better judgment. I am doing this solo cast from my hotel room because I said I would. But holy shit. What a bad idea it's going to be. <laughs> Real shots. That's what they gave me on stage tonight. Real shots. Double shots. Like real double shots. Fuck. It's it was too much. I'm trying to tell you something good. I just don't know what I got. We're going to see. Because if I really, like, if something happens, like, I start rambling or, like, I throw up those Cheez-Its in the middle of the show, I can just not put it out, you know? But I think I will put it out. Because, oh my god, why not? And I don't know how long I usually let this song go. Seems longer than usual. But I I would say at this point in time in my life and where I am, I would say that I'm not the expert on that. Although I should be. But I'm not the expert because I don't really have any recollection at this point. (laughs) How long I usually let it go So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and Turn it down now Even though we're going right back to it Whoa everybody Let me just say I'm in Kansas City Tonight's show And I hate to do this But I have to eat as I go Can you hear the I'll do one cheese it at a time Instead of my usual seven I stuff my face. I'm like the fastest eater. I mean, if anybody in my family listens to this, like, I thought my oldest brother, Adam, was a fast eater. My brother, Danny, is like a, he eats at a fucking snail's pace. And Jonathan, I guess, is somewhere in between. But I just shovel food in my face like a fucking animal. So eating this one at a time to spare you guys the chewing sound is going to be, you know, it's going to be quite a test for me that I really think I'm up to. We'll see, though. Um, I just moved a knob, and I don't know what it did. So I hope it doesn't fuck up Um, how you guys are hearing this because I don't have any idea what just happened. But that is not a huge, like, shock at this point in time because you guys have been forewarned what happened was i'm on stage oh and by the way so i the weather in kansas city has been atrocious and um i'm gonna get to your questions and shit in a second but the weather has been atrocious 
And tonight it was like, like it was snowing, and the the place Stanford and Sons is out. You know, it's not close to anything really. So we get a drive, and the roads were rough, and the, and the meteorologists and the weather people were talking about black ice and shit, and the roads were great. So so I was like, oh, nobody's gonna show up. But we had people show up, man. We had people show up, and they were the be- They were so good. They were great crowds. And so the last show, I they kept sending up shots, and I bought everybody who wanted one a shot, and um, and this dude came on stage. We were improvising songs with the people from the audience. They were coming up and seeing what they could do. And the first guy came up, and he wasn't the funniest guy, but we had a good time together. And the second guy came up, Brandon. Now, first of all, Brandon, were I was asking people because it was a smaller crowd, like I was just talking to them in the crowd, and he said that they worked the tit world. And I was like, tit world? But he said tint world. Tint world. But you really got to enunciate when you said that tit world. Tint world. Tint world. Whatever. So, uh, Brandon comes up, and the whole time, I think he, his name is Brandy. So, I say it a couple of times. By the way, there's no way I'm going to do this story justice. There's just no way. And I apologize ahead of time. But I'm going to fucking tell it anyways. Because you know what? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. So... He comes on stage, and we talk a little bit, and he's never been on stage before. We do a shot, another fucking double shot. You. Okay, and um, edible starts to kick in, and I'm asking people in the crowd what they want to talk about. And someone says, farts. That's what we're going to improv a song about. I go, okay, farts. And they go, I didn't say farts. I said cars. And I said, oh, okay. I go, well, why don't we do farts and cars? And he said, okay. So we do farts Farts and cars is going to be what this improv song is about. So I'm trying to, and I ask him, I go, you want me to say the first line or you want you to say the first line? He goes, you lead and I'll follow. Okay. And I said, okay. So I keep trying to tee him up for words that, are easy to rhyme with, and that he could associate with a fart. And every time I teed him up towards farts, he brought it to like a deep, very white, sensual place. <laughs> it was so crazy. And he was doing it by accident, but it worked so perfectly because not only did every time I say something, he's basic, I brought it to fart. And every time he brought it back to making love, he brought it back exponentially. He was crushing it. So basically, I, I was trying to lead him, you know. And I said something, and then he had the girl, and he was talking about her eyes. And I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's nice. And then I said something else, and all of a sudden, um, she was down on her knees. I was like, oh, shit, dude. And then I said something else. And then all of a sudden, he slowly slipped in between her thighs. And I was like, dude, I keep trying to bring you down the fart road. And you keep getting real deep into the sensual, I want to make love to you, right? And then 
oh, um, this is not something I should share, but I'm gonna. And then, and then, so he keeps bringing it back to this real nice sensual place. So I go, well, that's how this song's going to improv. That's how this song's going to go. And I say something else. And then he says something about farting in her face. And I'm like, whoa, what a complete 180. You teased this girl with being this nice, sensitive dude. And then you just turn around and fart in her face. And then the next line, I said something. And then he said something about getting a blowjob. I'm like, so you wine and die this girl. And then she, you fart in her face. And then when she says, oh, no, you stick your dick in her mouth. And he was like, unfortunately, yes. Oh, my God. It was the best. He, I know it doesn't sound funny to you, and I and I know that I'm not saying it right. It was the craziest improv I had ever done with anybody. Oh, my God. I'm sorry for the crunch. I'm sorry you had to listen to that. And I'm sorry that I got, I had my normal edible, and then they gave me those shots. All right, let's, let's answer your questions so I can, um, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Let's answer your questions. All right. Here we go. I'm sorry. It's taking me a little longer than I thought. Oh, some people with their Jets. Jets tweets. Those are funny. Um. Okay. Okay. What is happening here? How ha- what happened here? I'm so sorry. Hold on. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Here we go. All righty, everybody. The first question. What's your take on legalized prostitution? Discuss. I am 100% for it. I, I think it's a victimless crime. I don't know why you're putting the women in jail. If you're going to legalize it, that means they all have to have some sort of license and the license would entail them being STD and free, you know, and disease free. So yeah, I don't know what the problem is. It's a, if, if you're saying, well, people's husbands are going to have sex with prostitutes, well, they're going to do that whether it's legal or not. And so I don't know what the problem is. I just don't understand it. It is a true victimless crime. And if you're saying the victim is the spouse, the victim's the spouse, whether it's legal or illegal. Let's let's have, you know, let's make it safer for everybody. I don't understand. Okay. Uh, where do we find you? Oh, you find me on uh, iTunes, Jen Santangelo Ford. And by the way, that was that first question was from Mr. Corbett. Okay, from Caleb B. What's the name of Beth's movie? Forever My Girl. Details on when it may release theater streaming. It'll be in the theater. I don't honestly. I'm not smart enough to know when it'll be released. Um, but guys, I can just tell you that I saw it, and it's fucking fantastic. So good. I'm so happy for her. Um, Queen over billion. Okay. Next question. Uh. Okay. Guys, what's your favorite story about Joey Diaz that most don't know already? Oof. Well, I don't. 
I don't know. Well, okay. I'll tell you one, but it's not funny. But I'll tell you why I like it. You know, our friend, when we, when we were doing the Comedy Underground, and when we were doing open mic down there, one of the guys who ran it was a guy named Ron Reed. Ron Reed managed the Comedy Underground and managed some comics and probably managed Joey and I at one point in time. And um, one night, I think it was at an open mic, I don't remember, Ron, somebody was being rowdy. And, you know, Ron is a fucking really cool, chill dude. And uh, Ron was, something was happening at the front where the tickets were, and the dude slapped Ron in the face. Like insulting, right? When you slap another grown man in the face, you're basically acknowledging, you could never beat me up, and I'm just going to humiliate you by slapping you in the face. And Ron is a passive, cool guy, man, not a fighter. And he was taken aback, man. And Joey Diaz lost his fucking mind. Like, Joey Diaz understood who Ron Reed was. Understood he wasn't a fighter. Understood that this dude was basically bullying him because he knew all of that, too. And Joey went fucking nuts and had to be held back by several dudes but primarily by a, a cop who used to hang out at the underground. Great dude. I think Puerto Rican dude. Uh, great fucking guy. And was holding him back in the corner. But there was a couple people holding him back. But what I my favorite Joe Diaz story about that is that, man, when you're in with Joey Diaz, when you're part of that little circle, when you're privileged enough, that dude rides or dies with you. So that would be it for me. I mean, I don't think to get that sentimental when I'm this high drunk. High drunk? Dry. I don't know how. I'll name it. How did you? Okay. All right. Um, okay. Guys. A- anything you want to do or say the last two? Okay. That doesn't. Well, is that it? Uh, isn't it? Because I read a bunch of them. Have you ever been interested in trying DMT? Yeah, you know what? I'm interested. Look, if I'm telling you the truth, if we're saying interested, I'm interested in what heroin feels like too. I mean, I'm interested because I'm I I just want to experience. I don't want to feel like I'm missing anything. You know what I mean? You only get one ride. So, but one of the reasons I've never tried heroin is because I understand, you know, I don't know if it's True, but you know, some people say, you know, the first time and you're hooked. And I don't, as, as curious as I am, um, that uh, it's not worth that. But I would try DMT, I think. Yeah. I, I just, I just don't know why you decide that you don't like something until you try it. You know what I mean? That's it. Uh, okay, my favorite edible. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I am... Look, there are other stronger edibles, so that's um, this is not the strongest edible I've ever had. But this is what I want to tell you what my favorite edible is. My favorite edible is a Chew. And the reason it is because it's plenty fucking strong and um, it's consistent. That's the thing. Like, you hate, like, when it's not consistent and you think you know you're taken and then you're high for 12 hours. And being high for 12 hours, unless you want to be high for 12 hours, is a motherfucker. 
So yeah, man, I love a Chiba Chew. I love, I love, I love, I love. I'm going to Instagram, um, and with typical, what would I have told my younger self? Oh, I know what I would get going. That's it. Get going. What are you waiting for? Um, who wins an afterlife Royal Rumble? Bruce Lee. I mean, I don't know how much, why I need to even live, read past there. Bruce Lee, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Ryan Dunn, Lemmy, or Patton? I go Bruce Lee, man. Um, I don't think Patton takes a punch very well. I think he's a great general. But I don't know if I, you know, I don't know hand-to-hand is really his strong point. Lemmy, you know, you could distract him with drugs. So, I think, you know, we got to bypass him. Ryan Dunn, right? Yeah, I take Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee is who I pick. What about the cool old... Okay, my question is, why don't you take all that furniture you find outside your place and open a thrift store? Hey, you want to go Hassies? I'm in, man. What do we call it? What do we call that? We find stuff, furniture outside, and we bring it inside and we sell it to people. To pee or not to pee? So you get to pick the furniture that doesn't have urine on it. Favorite memory with each of your kids and wife. Oh, wow. We're going to get back to sentimental. Okay. Well, I, for my two oldest kids, because they weren't biologically mine, um, the my favorite moment for both of them is easy. It's the First time they both called me dad. So, yeah. That's an easy one for those two. Uh, Because I knew at that point there was no... For me, there was no going back. And also, you know, there was nothing they could ever say to me that would be any better. You know? Um, And for Jacob, the best... When is it? What's the question again? Favorite memory. Um, I guess for Jacob, my favorite memory. Okay, I know it sounds. It's gonna sound. Man, I like seeing my. It, it doesn't even have to do with me. At all. But there was a moment when he was playing basketball his senior year in high school where, you know, he. there was just one moment in one game where I was watching where he run him back down the court after he had made a shot. And he played a good game and he had a good senior year in school, athletically. It was towards the end of the year. And the accumulation of all the good. You could just see it in his body, in his face, in his walk. How happy he was. And so, you know, that is what it is for me. And for my other two kids, for Trevor and Caitlin, I would say my second happiest favorite moment with them would be you know, that same exact moment when I've how happy seeing how happy they are for Kate right now. 
and for Trev a couple times. So, yeah. And for my wife, man, every day when I wake up, it's pretty cool to know that she's still there. <laughs> I still can't believe it sometimes. Um, talk about my pet peeves. Oh, I talk about those on every podcast. There's my my general pet peeve in life is when people just forget that there are other people out there, man. Like when you're wandering around in circles or when you are walking in the fucking mall and you decide to take an immediate 90-degree right turn. Yo, there are other people in the mall. Like, I would never even think about doing that without looking over my shoulder. Shit like that. Ugh. Being in a long line at Starbucks. Motherfucker. And then when you get up there, you don't know what you want. Ooh, you should be sent to the back of the line. Fuck that shit. Prediction, Pats Broncos. I take the Pats, but I probably, I don't know what the point spread is. I take the Pats to win, but almost no matter what the point spread is, I take the Broncos because it's probably two and a half, I would think. One and a half? Two and a half? One of those two. Um, Siri, oh, thank you. Uh, when am I moving to Colorado? I'm not. Veganics, yeah. What's up, James? I like guys. If you're in LA and you're not going to Buds and Roses for your medical marijuana, you're missing out. Make sure you mention my name. Ten percent off. Guess what I get for mentioning that? Nothing. I just get the joy of knowing that you go to the best dispensary in LA. Head over there. Trickster Coyote. I don't know what that means. You want me? To, the Fox Horse wants me to talk about Trickster Coyote. But I have no idea what Trickster Coyote is. But myths of comedy. I don't know if it's a myth, but everybody, it's not as easy as some people make it look. That's all I'm saying. You know, sometimes when like, I'm not going to say who, but when some people just, you, you look on the schedule at a club and you're like, that person's not a comedian. There, a reality star or an actor or a singer or whatever. But sometimes it just gets like, hey, you know, this is not easy. There's nothing easy about this and there's nothing glamorous. The top 1% is glamorous. But the life I live is not glamorous by any stretch of the fucking imagination. You've seen the views outside of my hotel windows. You've seen the furniture by the side of the road. I'm not leading a glamorous life. So it's funny, like after shows, sometimes people are like, hey, why don't you just give me that T-shirt? You make enough money. Hey, man, no, no, we don't. Especially living in L.A. We're not we're not poppers, guys. I'm not. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying the myth that like. We're all rolling in cash. Is like, woo, pretty fucking far. Or as Ving Rhames would say, I'm pretty fucking far from okay. Okay, what is happening? Um, you, Mona, you use medical weed in Canada. Do medical users in the U.S. have their costs covered by insurance? I bet if it's prescribed by like. A doctor, doctor, not just a weed doctor. I bet you can. Like, I bet you if it's a, if it's for cancer or something like that, like, I bet you it is. But no, mine isn't covered by insurance. 
or if it should be, I'm getting fucking ripped off. Um, favorite Joe Diaz story. I did that. I love you too. Thank you. Favorite Joe Diaz story. Well, how about that? All right, let's run over to Facebook. Guys, I feel like it's not going as poorly as I thought it would because I feel like I'm kind of... Did I tell you the end of the song story? Oh, I hope I did. It was so good. All right. I'll just... Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. First question, and then I'll get to the end of the song story. And then I'm going to eat my Jesus. Then I'm going to go to fuck to sleep. Yeah. I wish that's what my voice sounded like all the time. Hey, everybody. We up here in the Sheridan Suites. Yeah, in Kansas City, up in the Sheridan Suites. Up in room 1203, motherfuckers. Yeah, okay. Here we go with another question from Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> this might be the first podcast I ever listened back to because I don't know if I'm going to remember what I said. No, I remember what I said. I just want to hear what that, what that voice sounds like. How are things going with the new podcast with Freddie Prince Jr.? So good. We will be releasing them beginning of January. Dude is a fucking natural. And so funny and so engaging. And has such great stories. It's going to be a... I'm telling you guys. Gotta listen. Also, are you enjoying being with Ross again? So much. Ross and I, I love hanging out with Ross and I love talking to him. And he and I are completely opposite and exactly the same at the same time, which is really fun. Will I be clothed? Yes. Will I be high? Yes. Thanks for asking, both of you. Um, Star, you want me to talk about Star Wars? What about it? You know what? I watched in the hotel today. They had a Star Wars marathon. And I watched from, so, on TNT. I watched a bunch of it. And, you know, I hate Jar Jar Biggs. Every time I see him, I'm like, this dude. They turn, this, they turn that into, every scene was like a fucking Three Stooges scene. Fuck that Jar Jar Biggs motherfucker. Uh, but, yeah, I can't wait to see Rogue One. Least favorite Christmas song, Feelings on Eggnog by Chris Schultz. Least favorite Christmas song. I don't really have one because I'm Jewish and I have, I just think every Christmas song is better than every Hanukkah song. You know, the dreidel song. Oh, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made it. And I, I have had it in that one. And Hanukkah, oh, Hanukkah. Okay. It's both the same kind of pacing. You know, it's really nothing sexy about it or fun. So, um, least favorite Christmas song. I don't know. I don't know. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. It's just so unbelievable. <laughs> that made only me laugh. Chris also asks, feeling on eggnog. You know what? I don't like it at all. Not even a little bit. But thanks for asking. Laura, did I have a good time or the best time in San Diego? We were down there with Straight Talk with Ross. I had the best time. Do you have any advice for a couple about to get married? Stay married. <laughs> you know what else? Listen and be friends. That's it, man. Listen and be friends. What is your favorite way to partake in marijuana? That sounds like my Nana asking that. But my favorite way to partake in marijuana is uh, 
edibles. If I had to leave Los Angeles and live in Seattle, or maybe Austin, or maybe Nashville, or maybe Chicago, but probably Boston, but one of those cities. If you didn't have Rocky, would you go on high walks? What an interesting question that I've been asking myself as Rocky has started to slow down. I don't know that I'll be able to find it in my heart to get another dog after Rock for years. It took me years after my first dog to get, for us to get Rocky, and I don't know. I mean, Rocky is like a, you know, that's my buddy. So, I don't know. If I, I've thought about that because I like my high walks, but I, I don't know if I would do one without Rocky, to tell you the truth. I'm getting a little sad, but he's my, you know, he's my buddy. So I don't know. I don't know about that. That's a good question, Laura. And one I've been asking myself a bunch lately. Um, well, what's going on there? Okay, seven. It said 15 comments, and then it went down to seven. And that's it. All right, everybody. Well, listen. I think I answered all the questions. And that took a lot of pad. We went up and down on that fucker, huh? Huh. Oh, let me finish the story, and then I'm going to get out of here. So, we took you through the steps. I said whatever. He said eyes, knees, thighs. Oh, I did tell you. I went through the whole thing. <laughs> Sorry you had to hear that. And I don't know how to edit this, so you're going to hear it. If you're listening, shit. Well, I knew I should have quit when I was ahead, which was never. Um, This... I have to go pee so bad. Oh, 30 minutes. Yeah. You'll tell me if I embarrass myself, right? Let me just say this. Kansas City, what a fucking treat I had this weekend. The weather did not help us any night, but we still had a blast. I love coming to this city. I won't come back again, but the weather's fucked me the last three or four times. I've been in the winter the last three or four times, so I'm skipping next winter, coming in the spring. I can't wait to come back here. All right, everybody. Later.